My name is Erica, and you are listening to episode 75 of the Let's Be Real podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about something we all do every day without fail. What do you think it is? What do you do every single day? I can't even take my vitamins every single day, but this is not a problem. We all do it all the time. It's part of our relationships, part of our career, part of life. <laughs> what are you thinking right now? Maybe I don't want to know. But let's be real and let's be honest with ourselves today and let's talk about our words. Okay, so I'm a little curious. Did anybody do an eye roll right there? Like, ugh, words. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I know, I know. I need to be better with my words. I need to be better with how I say things. I need to just, you know, stop talking. That That is me a lot of the times. So I'm like, you know what, girl, you better just stop talking. You keep getting yourself in trouble or you don't say the things that you want to say them or they're just not actually received the way you intended them to be received. Come on, I know we have all felt all of these things. It's like, why does communication have to be so hard? Why can't people just know me, know my heart, know what I meant and take it for what it's worth, right? That would make things so much easier. And I want to talk about that just a little bit today, but I also want to talk about our words on the flip side, the things that we don't say. So I do want to read to you a passage in the book of James, and I've said this before, I will say it every time. If you want to feel convicted about yourself and about how you're doing, go read the book of James. So this morning, that's where I'm taking us, James chapter 3. It's titled, Taming the Tongue. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed, and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. You may have thought in that reading, like, oh yeah, I know, I have seen. I have seen words set fire to a whole forest. I have seen lies snowball. What someone thought was just this tiny, innocent little lie to get themselves out of being in trouble or avoiding something or a conversation or responsibility can just snowball into something way bigger than it ever needed to be. A sharp little comment or a passive-aggressive phrase under your breath can ruin relationships. It can make relationships so difficult and walls are built because of this tiny little tongue we have. Not so tiny though, right? It might be in size, but the ability and the size of impact 
the greatness of impact that our words can have on people is just amazing. It is huge. We all know this to be true. We have been on both sides of the giving and the receiving in both the positive and the negative. Now, this passage is really talking about the negative, like how much damage can be done with our words. And what comes out of our mouth, it's really coming from our heart. So the things that we say that are painful to others, or maybe we say the little things to get back at people, or they made me feel this way, so I want to make them feel that way too. Like, these are all heart core issues, because these are thoughts that we probably haven't taken captive, that we've let run wild a little bit in our heads, and they become the lie in our head that we start to believe ourselves, because the easiest lie to believe is the one that we tell ourselves. So the thoughts that we just let go, let spiral and go to their own place, we can very quickly and easily believe those. And once we believe those, they can come out of our mouths real fast. And if not out of our mouths, maybe out of our fingers on the keyboard or our thumbs on that texting screen. I think with COVID, the shutdown, the last two years, things have been so crazy. We've seen a lot of ugly on the screens. We've seen people <laughs> communicate in ways on behind the computer behind a smartphone that they would never do in person. We have also seen people start saying things in person that they would have never done before because we have let our thoughts go in so many ways. We have the world at our fingertips. We can read a meme. We can do research. I mean, we can find supporting scientific studies to, to back up anything we want to believe. I was doing air quotes there, scientific studies. I mean, just because we can, you really truly can. And then it's easy to feel at liberty to say the things we want to say and put them out there as, you know, facts, statements of fact, rather than, hey, this is what I learned. What do you think? And have a discussion. But I actually don't want to talk about all of the hard, bad, harsh, angry things we might say to one another. I want to talk about the opposite. I want to talk about how necessary it is to speak life into one another. In the midst of all of this struggle and all of this pain, the, the fact that we need to hear positive reinforcement or encouragement from one another, that hasn't stopped. That need is still there. It's very real. It might even be more real than it had been before. But why is it so hard to say the nice thing? It is so much easier to be critical, right? Well, there are some people out there that are just naturally very sweet and always have kind words at the edge of their lips. I call them the kindergarten teachers of the world, and they are just wonderful, kind people. And I look at them in awe because I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, oh, who raised you? That's what I want to know. Or like, that's just genetics. That's DNA. You're always happy. You have the right kind words to say. You're super encouraging. I mean, those are some special people. <laughs> I guess I'm talking to the rest of us. <laughs> If that's not you, let's be honest with ourselves and be like, well, no, I'm not kindergarten teacher type. But regardless of type, if you ever feel a prompting to say something to somebody in your life, please do it. There's a reason there is a prompting. And I say this because I've been on the receiving end recently of some much needed encouragement. When I've been in places of I give up, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Like, why? Why am I doing this? when nobody cares or nobody wants to help or I'm all alone, like all of these, you know, maybe pity parties, definitely weariness and feeling like the carrying 
of way too many burdens that I have not surrendered. So I'm working on that, right? Like these are these thoughts that we have to catch. The heart place like, oh, I've been trying to do it all on my own. But in the right time when I've been feeling the most like I am done, I am not speaking ever again, I am going to start sitting silent in the corners, God has brought a stranger into my life to come and speak gratitude or thanks. And it's kind of like, huh, thank you, God, for being so faithful and showing up in just the daily things because without it, I probably would have given up. At least for a time. At least for a time. I know I'm not very good at sitting still, so I always try to give up. And then after a while, it's like, okay, I'm back. But the impact wasn't lost on me. And I started to question myself, Erica, how often do you thank or encourage the people around you? Just in life, like, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. I know this has been hard. Or like, oh, winter stinks. How are you holding up? Keep it going. Like, there are so many little, very quick things that could be said that really do encourage and build one another up. There are so many scriptures just talking about speaking life into people versus speaking death. Proverbs 16, 24, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Have you ever been told something that maybe you've never heard before, but that was a great encouragement to you and you're like, oh, really? Wow. And it might just add a little bit of confidence to your day or a little spring to your step this health to the body, you're like, it can really help. It can change somebody's day. It can encourage them to continue on in the work that they are doing. And if you're like me and words of affirmation are not part of your love language, this can be very challenging. And I think it's something very worthwhile to evaluate in ourselves. How are we doing? Are we thanking our leaders? Are we thanking the people that serve in ways that we benefit or utilize? Are we quick to give gracious words to one another and to speak life into others? Or are we so busy in our own lives, in our own heads, and in our own busyness that we forget to say much at all? So as we head into this week, this weekend, this next month, this season of life, whenever you're listening to this, it always applies because we are speaking and we are talking all day, every day. And like I was blessed through the words of a stranger Do the same for the people not only in your life, but the strangers in your life. I recently heard at an education convention, they're like, hey, we've been teaching kids to not talk to strangers. They're like, um, not always the best advice. Strangers have a lot of wisdom to share, and we need to be talking and engaging. It's like, hmm, interesting. I think it's still probably true for the littles in the room, but I think it's right that we maybe have become very turned in on ourselves and don't look up and look around and see the strangers around with stories, with lives, with sense of humors that crack jokes. I butt in all the time. And my kids are like, why do you keep talking to strangers? I'm like, because they're cool. There are so many great stories. And most people don't mind you butting in when you have fun, positive things to say. When you compliment their hair or their coat, they're always happy to hear it. I have never had anyone go like, don't talk to me about my coat. They're always like, oh, thanks. It was this great deal, right? Like, this is what we do. So my encouragement to all of us is let's evaluate how well we're doing with our words. How are we using them? Are we using them negatively like a fire? Or can we speak some gracious, sweet honeycomb into the lives of those around us, into our closest relationships, into our tribe, our circle around us? And then let's look up and look out just a little bit further to encourage and thank the people that aren't part of our everyday lives that might even be strangers to us. It goes a long way. 
Have you ever been on the receiving end of an unsolicited word of gratitude and encouragement? How did it make you feel? If you haven't been, it might be making you sad right now, but take that and turn around and be like, well, I can't let that be the case for the people in my life. I need to be the one to speak those words into them. This is what God would have me do, to love others as I would like to be loved, to speak truth, to speak love, to speak life. It's not easy. We're busy. And maybe even use our words today to just pour some extra love into the life of somebody around us, in person, online, through a text, in a card, in a letter, who doesn't love mail, in any way you can think of, in any way that you're prompted. Do not let those promptings go. There's a reason. There's a reason. Step into those and let's bless one another with our words.